Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Open our hearts, O Lord, that we might hear the words of your Son. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Sorry, we've got two different Gospels. Jesus said to the disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown to the sea which collects fish of every kind. When it is full, they haul it ashore and sit down to put what is good into the buckets. What is bad, they throw away. Thus it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Jesus asked them, Do you understand all these things? And they answered, Yes. And he said, Then every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings from his storeroom both the new and the old. The Gospel of the Lord. Por las festividades de los santos, la Santa Iglesia permite las conferencias de los obispos elegir otras lecciones y otras oraciones por los santos particular, porque en, uh, en México y en Latinoamérica, en Latinoamérica, um, San Jerónimo que significa um, sort of una cosa y en uh, Estados Unidos y en uh, anglophone, uh, the anglophone world que significa una otra cosa. The readings uh, for for the day about Saint Jerome in English highlight his scholarship, right? So you heard there at the very end, every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings hold from the store both old and new alike. And this is what St. Jerome did, right? So he was, uh, uh, he was a Greek who learned Latin, who learned Hebrew to translate the Bible into Latin. It's like tres idiomas. Like there's a lot going on there, right? But... Um, but he didn't, he, in order to do the new, because Latin was the new at that point, he had to learn the old. You see? In la lectura en español, es, es um, como mismo a little bit, pero es uh, de, de San Lucas, and es una um, like disputación uh, de los uh, paganos, right? So, hay uh, de ti ciudad de Corazén, Ay de ti ciudad Bethsaida, porque en las ciudades de Tiro y Sidón se hubieron realizado los prodigios que se han hecho en ustedes hace mucho tiempo, que hubieran hecho penitencia, cubiertas de seal y de ceniza. So the, the move here, right, is that he's scolding the Jewish towns for not being as smart as the pagan towns. The reason the bishops of Latin America chose this is because in order to understand the passage, you have to know the Bible. Otherwise, Tyre and Sidon don't mean anything. 
Might as well say Davenport and Dubuque. <laughs> so, so there's a, 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 a tension and a gift here, right? The saints are powerful because they can mean so many things. St. Jerome is, of course, best remembered because of his devotion to the Bible. And this is important for us because in our day, there are two great errors that we can tend to very naturally around the Bible. One is a kind of bibliolatry. This is what uh, especially our evangelical friends tend to be guilty of. They, they, they treat the book as though it was dictated directly and somehow God lives in the book. Sometimes, I'll be honest, as a personal opinion, I might be wrong. I don't usually do personal opinions up here, but I'm going to. Sometimes I think we almost do that. Um, we, people like ceremonies attached to the book. They've not been historically. They're all made up. Somebody's made them all up in the last 50 years. Um, and, and, and we attach ceremonies around enthroning books and moving books around and dancing with books. It, it, this is not a thing. The one thing that historically has been attached to the book, which oddly enough we've almost entirely lost, is the simplest of gestures. Un besito. Just a little kiss. You know, every time the deacon or the priest reads the gospel, he ends it with a kiss. And he says a little prayer, which you can't hear because he's, he's down here when he's saying it. It rhymes in Latin. It was probably written by St. Jerome, actually. Per evangelica dicta deliantor delicta. By the reading of this holy gospel, may our sins be wiped away. Ah, now that kind of auto-corrects the air. So if we want to veer away from bibliolatry on the one hand, then our secular friends are going to say, well, this is just a collection of Bronze Age fairy tales, which is real dumb because it wasn't written in the Bronze Age. And also, there's only one thing that approximates a fairy tale. But it's really good. It's called the Book of Tobit. You should read it. The truth, of course, is in the middle. And this is what St. Jerome grasped. Famously, he says, ignorance of the scriptures is ignorance of Christ. And he could do this because las escrituras son la palabra de Dios, right? We say this cada tiempo. La palabra de Dios es verdad. Pero la palabra de Dios, like, mayor, es el Señor Jesús in say, in himself, right? Señor Jesús is la palabra de Dios. Un hombre y un Dios. Mesa, together, right? Without admixture, but at the same time. The Bible is both truly the Word of God, genuinely inspired by the Holy Spirit, and also, and here's the payoff, this is why this is so important, and why Jerome could give his whole life to the Bible, and also the Word of men, particular men, at particular times, writing to particular personages. This doesn't make it less universal, but more, because, hang on a sec, guys, Grasp this if you can. That means that at least sometimes God can so move the human spirit that the actions that men and women perform are genuinely God's actions. Not just by analogy. So, St. Paul is the real author of the letters of St. Paul. 
and the Holy Spirit is the real author of the letters of St. Paul. Not one or the other, both at the same moment. Which means, if not in the same way, at least along the same pattern, our words, our actions, our whole lives can be truly ours, are most truly ours, when they are most truly his.